Yeah, we honor our veterans today. But first, before you can do any honoring, if you haven't walked across your farmyard yet this morning, I would say be a little bit careful in the way you step because that little dusting of snow we had, well, actually a little more than a dusting of snow, has if there's any icy spot on your driveway, it's making for a neat little ice rink. It's slick out there in some spots and slick on some spots in the road too. Snow to the south of us. We'll be looking at the forecast later on in the show here. Right now, though, it's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Former U.S. U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley says top cabinet members trying to get her to work against President Trump. In an interview with CBS Evening News, Haley discussed a claim in her new book that former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson and former Chief of Staff John Kelly said they were resisting the president's agenda because they were trying to save the country. The two reportedly trying to get her to join in, but she refused. She says undermining the president was a dangerous thing to do. Senator Rand Paul is defending President Trump by dismissing accusations of a White House quid pro quo in its dealings with Ukraine. The American people think it's unfair to treat Trump under one standard and Joe Biden under a different standard. The Kentucky Republican told NBC's Meet the Press that Trump has every right to withhold aid from a country where he believes corruption is taking place. The comments from Paul followed a week in which transcripts from depositions in the White House impeachment inquiry showed multiple administration officials saying that they believed the president tied military aid to Ukraine to the opening of an investigation into the Bidens. A man with ties to Rudy Giuliani reportedly says that he tried to get Ukrainian officials to investigate Joe Biden and his son. The New York Times reports that a lawyer for Lev Parnas says Parnas told Ukrainian leaders the U.S. would hold back planned military aid if they didn't investigate. Parnas is reportedly planning to make that disclosure to House Democrats as they continue their impeachment inquiry against President Trump. And the family of a victim who was shot and killed by Wichita, Kansas police is seeking millions of dollars in damages. According to court documents, the family of Andrew Finch is seeking more than $25 million as part of a lawsuit against the city of Wichita and two police officers who were involved in the deadly incident. Finch was unarmed when he was shot and killed after police responded to a fake 911 call at his home in December of 2017. Police were not aware that a prankster had reported a fake shooting and hostage situation at Finch's home. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. Like these VT Double Pro Rib Hybrids, a first winner, LH3695 is a showy plant with early vigor. LH4454 also a first winner with great grain quality. And five-time first test winner, LH5245 is a proven performer. Pick the best field-by-field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. The holidays are upon us, and you know what that means. Aunt Martha's coming. You don't want the topic of conversation around the dinner table to be about your smelly or bad-tasting tap water, do you? Contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home water analysis. Locally owned, American-made products, and no long-term contracts. Go online to Gibson's Water Care for more information. Seventeen degrees here at Wax one hundred four point five. As we continue rolling with the morning chores with the Midwest Farm Report, 
Like I said, here in Eau Claire, it's 17. La Crosse has 21. Marshfield's at 16. Green Bay has 20. Rice Lake, 13. Wausau's at 16. Madison has 20. Milwaukee, 24. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 17 degrees there. Well, cold will be the story in coming days with temperatures remaining in the 20s and some below zero wind chill factors. Some flurries also might hang around our region today. A band of snow continues in southern and eastern Wisconsin. In fact, our trucker buddy John just called a bit ago and said he's driving north out of the snow in the Rochester, Minnesota area. That band of snow continuing through southern or eastern Minnesota, Iowa, and uh, southern Wisconsin and eastern Wisconsin. Today we're looking at a high of 19 and a low of 2. Tuesday we're looking 20 for the high and 13 for the low. And Wednesday, 28 for the high and a low of 16. It's time for another Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz this morning with Pioneer Seeds agronomist Mike Gronsky. Mike, there's a lot of corn standing out in the field yet, and it's been mighty cool out in that countryside. And how are the stocks hanging in there? What's the stock integrity looking like this year? Well, Scott, you know, the, the challenge that we're facing right now is that stock integrity is, is really um, declining quickly. Um, even for some of the fields that had better stock integrity earlier in the season. So, you know, I mean, as I'm out getting observations, you know, continuing to find a lot of corn that even though as you initially walk in the field and it appears to be standing well, you know, you go ahead and administer a, a push or a pinch test. You know, and what I'm referring to at the push test is, you know, taking the plant at your height and then mm-hmm. pushing it over six to eight inches and the pinch test, you know, pinching one of the lower, most two inner nodes above the brace roots on the plant and, you know, continuing to get a lot of failures in these plants. And, and while it may be standing okay at this point, you know, we hit, we did get a little snow here, and it uh, looks like, you know, the cold and the snow is kind of here to stay. And as we continue right. to get more snow, you know, we're going to run into more challenges with keeping that corn upright as we continue in the harvest. So things are, I mean, you know, at this point, the, you know, the snow isn't, isn't, isn't too big of an issue yet. But, you know, some things to consider as we're harvesting some of this corn where maybe we have already a little more lodging than we care to see, you know, there are a lot of things you can do that, to help improve the amount of corn that actually makes its way through the combine and back to the bin. And, you know, obviously the number one thing is just looking at reducing harvest speed as you get going mm-hmm. uh, with the combine itself. You know, other, in addition to that, you know, you're going to need to make adjustments to your gathering chain and snapping roll speeds, you know, and slow them off as well. You know, you're going to want to keep those snouts as low as possible and get you know, underneath that corn as much as you can, you know, because you look at the, the challenges we had this year. I mean, you know, I mean, there were, you know, we had some wind events midsummer that, that caused some lodging right. of this corn across the area. And, you know, there was some corn borer damage. Um, rotation played a factor of it as well. Um, a lot of anthracnose top dieback, you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of different underlying um, issues here as we look at these stocks. You know, and the last thing, too, is if, if you have a field that's at a real extreme, you may want to consider harvesting you know, against the direction of the lodging, that way you don't, add, you know, add more to that existing problem that you already have within the field. We have to do the best we can out there. That's Mike Gronsky, Pioneer Seeds agronomist, with another Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz. Macy's Veterans Day Sale has our lowest prices of the season on furniture. With cooler temperatures here, you can stay cozy and update your home for holiday guests. 
The Jolene two-piece sectional created for Macy's seats a crowd for just $999. Keep your bedroom clutter-free with the Tribeca Queen Storage Bed, only $489. And get our lowest prices of the season on mattresses, plus great Sealy closeouts. Shop in-store at Macy's.com or call one 800 by macy Seven minutes past five at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Scott doing the morning chores with you. Let's hit some of the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 107 to 114 and a half with mixed 75 to 106. Fed beef heifers at 103 to 113 and three quarters with mixed 70 to 102. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 93 and three quarters with select and choice 62 to 84. Top selling cows are at 46 to 55, bulls 47 to 80. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 29 to 38, sows 28 to 38, and boars 10 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at $1.30 to 152, and feeder lambs are at 125 to 230. On the livestock futures, live cattle for December are at is at 119.25. That's up a quarter. February is at 125.02, up 17. April, 126.10, up 25. And June, 118.27, up 32. Feeder cattle for November are at 147 even, up 22. January, 145.87, up 10. March, 145.50, steady. April, 146.82, up 2. And May, 147.35, down a dime. Lean hogs for December are at 64.12, down 17 cents. February at 17, or I'm sorry, 73.90, up 12. April, 80.32, up 17. And May, 87 even, up 22. A first look at the way the dairy markets are going. Barrels of cheese ended the week at 233. That was steady. 40-pound blocks at 201 and a half, down five and a half, and grade double-A butter at 203 and three quarters ended the week steady. On the class three futures, November is at 2002, up seven. December 1909, up three. January 1785, up four. February 1710, up five. And those prices are up through August. Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 megabytes per second, 25 megabytes per second, or 30 megabytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after the use of the following amount of data, we may prioritize your data behind other customers during network congestion. $7.95 service fee additional. See store for complete details. Try the new Chipotle chicken scrambled egg and avocado breakfast wrap at Panera and pair it with freshly ground and brewed coffee. Breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. It's time for another Compere Financial Update. I'm Scott Schultz. Today with Paul Dittman, Senior Lending Officer with Compere Financial. Paul, I have to tell you, one of the things I talk a lot about in coaching or wherever it is, life in general, is resilience. That's one of the big R's for me. And you have that same thought, and some other organizers have that same thought, because 
you have a resilient farms conference coming up. That's right. Uh, December 12th, we're going to be holding the, the second resilient farms conference uh, in partnership with UW Extension. So we started the conference last year. We got together with UW Extension. We were talking about what we could do to, to help farmers kind of break out of the kind of the negative uh, mindset that people had last year with the with commodity markets being poor and the weather not cooperating and all those sorts of things and trying to come up with something that, to give people a little bit more hope. You know, look at different options for generating income from the farm and, and build long-term financial resilience. You almost have to have some sort of resilience on the farm over the years just to get up every day and get after it to start with. But there is a real another level that we need to understand about that, don't we? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's really the, the point of the conference last year and again this year is not necessarily that people will come in and, and they'll sit through a 20-minute session on how to start a farm-based bed and breakfast and then go home and, and put out an ad, you know. But it's um, the idea is to maybe get people thinking a little bit more creatively, a little more broadly about all the assets that they have on their farm and the way those assets could be used to generate more revenue or maybe a more sustainable stream of revenue. Yeah, you get locked into some things sometimes, don't you, uh, working day in and day out? Yeah, and it's, you know, it's understandable. You know, you're When you're working 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, sometimes it's a little hard to think that, you know, hey, I've got a patch of woods here, and I'm paying property taxes on those. Is there something I could do to generate some revenue out of those woods? That would be like me getting hit in the head with black walnuts every day. I suppose there's something I could do with them. <laughs> yeah, eventually you'll think of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. When and where and how do we get involved with this conference, Paul? So the conference is December 12th. It's going to be at the Kalahari in the Wisconsin Dells. Uh, it's $20 a person to register, and that includes lunch and all materials and everything. And they can register just by going to compure.com. And again, that's the Resilient Farms Conference, collaboration with Compeer and UW Extension, right? That's right, yeah. That's Paul Dittman, Senior Lending Officer with Compeer Financial. This is Scott Schultz with another Compeer Financial update. During a year of heavy prevent plant and harvested crop insurance losses, look to us at Ag Country Farm Credit Services to review your claims. Did you know our insurance specialist will review your prevent plant losses and the other claims, even if your insurance is with another agent? We do this because we have found thousands of dollars of correctable errors, errors made due to the complexity of the prevent plant rules. Call us at Ag Country today to make sure you are getting the most for your premium dollars. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like $1 to $3 per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the mm -hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888 947 7828. 
Steve Kraker, the trade ally liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So far as find out what your livestock are worth, call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. Whoa, Dad, did you see that huge buck? Yeah, that was a nice one. Dad, does Moe Hardware in Black River Falls have a Browning rifle for me? Yeah, they do. Moe Hardware and Sporting Goods has all your Browning needs, including Browning X-Bolt, A-Bolt, Freeze, Youth Rifles, Browning handguns, shotguns, plus Browning safes, accessories, ammunition, and more. Everything you need for a safe and successful hunt is at Moe Hardware and Sporting Goods in Black River Falls. Stop in or give them a call at 715-284-4621. Happy hunting season! 17 degrees here at Wax 104.5, continuing with the morning chores. Well, it is Veterans Day, and we have appropriately a story about a veterans farming program, a coalition between uh, that's bringing together veterans with farming and vice versa. Well, anybody who's anybody spent yesterday celebrating the Marine Corps birthday. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. Proud Marine Corps veteran and not a farmer anymore. But Reba, there are veterans out there who are farmers and you're going to tell us about a coalition dealing with farmers and veterans. That's right, Scott. This is Reba McClone at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison and we want to start off by saying Thank you, and thank you to all of our veterans who have served. And I was able to catch up with the founder of the Farmer Veteran Coalition, which brings farmers and, well, brings veterans the opportunity to start their own farm, get into farming by working on another farm. And not only was I able to talk to the founder, I was able to talk to one of the veterans who's involved in the organization as well, So it was a really neat experience, and I think this is a really great organization that allows two groups that have done so much to come together. Even when facing such difficult times, the act of farming can be very therapeutic. There's something cathartic about being able to go out into a field and see the progress that you've made throughout a year or in the spring when the first calf drops for the year. And these healing experiences are being used to help farmers. I was able to talk with Michael O'Gorman, the founder of the Farmer Veteran Coalition, about what this organization is all about. I've never heard of the Farmer Veteran Coalition. Can you explain to me what it is? The mission of the Farmer Veteran Coalition is mobilizing veterans to feed America. And essentially, we're the... Uh, we're there to support the men and women that are coming out of our military that are interested in careers in agriculture, returning to their family farms, or starting a farm operation. How did you get the idea to start an organization like this? Uh, I had no military background, but I had spent 40 years in agriculture and um, uh, first-generation farmer, but I'd gone on to run some of the um, nation's largest organic vegetable operations. On uh, 9/11, my oldest daughter was at Ground Zero. She had worked. She was working across the street and was literally crossing the street when the plane hit. My son 
um, joined the military uh, some days after that. And and uh, when I left the last farm I had been managing production for, I, they basically didn't want me to go compete with them. They offered me a non-compete. I came back and said, what if I start a non-profit? And they said, that'd be great. So I thought this would be something I might do for a few years and find a half dozen veterans. But now we have a network of 17,000 men and women across the country. What are kind of some of the emotions and reactions you get, not only from veterans, but from their families as well? Well, our very first meeting um, was at a friend's farm because I said, let's have a meeting with some of us that are farming. I was still actively farming. And I um, uh, said, we could use your farm. It's a beautiful place right near the Pacific Ocean. It's organic, large, California's largest organic strawberry farm. And um, we put an announcement in the paper, and we've got about eight farmers came to it to talk about creating jobs on their farms. Three women showed up who had all lost their sons in the previous year in Iraq or Afghanistan, and they came separately. They just saw the announcement. And that was the first time where I realized that this idea is really has, you know, there's something healing about the idea, and the country is something unifying and something everybody could get behind. And uh, it's just been that way since, you know, the first 200 people I told about the idea all stopped and said, wow, how come nobody thought of that? And it's just such a natural, wonderful thing. Is it just for farmers who want to get into vegetable and fruit production? Can those who are interested in dairy or crop production get into it as well? Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, my background was in vegetable production. And so I always tell the funny story. The first time I... Uh, we have a small grants program, and we've given out a few million dollars, or we've made a few million dollars in purchases for for veterans that um, uh, that are starting out in the early years of their farm business. And the first veteran said, "Well, I want to buy some heifers," and I turned to someone and I said. What's a heifer? I just didn't know about animal production, but I would say we have uh, quite a bit more uh, animal producers and um, vegetable producers and row crops together. Um, I know we did some recent demographics, and in, um, we're having a conference uh, this fall in Texas. We have 1,500 members in Texas, but we had um, 250 of our members with cattle in Texas, so I think... Uh, uh, and we we have some good partners in the uh, dairy industry. We're here to help agriculture as much as we are to help the veterans. That's kind of been our secret of the, what really everyone says, oh, this must be so healing. And really the healing is that it's an all the post 9-11. It's, it's all volunteers. It's a real purpose-driven group of men and women. And uh, a lot of what gets mixed up with PTSD and trauma from war is often just... You know, will I ever find something that meaningful again? And uh, we're finding that people find that in agriculture. When you talk about some of the resources that you have available for people in the funding, what, where do people find those resources and what are those resources that you offer? Well, the, uh, uh, particularly a veteran or a family of a veteran uh, that's interested should check our website out. It's uh, the Farmer Veteran Coalition. And it's www.farmvetco.com. 
farmvetco.org, farmvetco is just short for Farmer Veteran Coalition, and you can see our projects there. So we have the, the, the small grants program, we call that our fellowship fund. Kubota Tractor gives out five tractors a year to our members, that's really a generous uh, support. Um, Tractor Supply gives 50 $1,000 gift certificates, uh, other foundations give us money where we can help purchase things. We have a label called Homegrown by Heroes. It's used by uh, about 2,000 farmers and ranchers around the country. As long as you're, um, the veteran is 50% owner and operator of the farmer ranch, then they could use that. It particularly helps people that they do direct marketing or uh, uh, farmers markets or sell, you know, the you know, just there's a lot of efforts. A lot of people get a little extra boost in the market when they could advertise about themselves and their story. So, so people love using that label. And then we have events to bring our members together. Our most common addresses in our database are Rural Route and County Road, and they're all over the country. And so, any chance that we can get and bring uh, these men and women together to meet each other, learn from each other, build uh, peer support, make friends, and uh, it's just really grown our network that way. That was Michael O'Gorman, the founder of the Farmer Veteran Coalition, and he wasn't the only person that I was able to talk with. I also got to talk to one of the veterans who's in the organization. My name's Kane Sherwood. Uh, I'm from Illinois. Uh, we have a 300-acre organic farm there that we farm on, and I'm actually the uh, chapter president for the state chapter as of right now. How did you find the Farmer Veteran Coalition? So I ran into Michael at the uh, Moses Conference in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Uh, I asked him how I could help uh, the farm that I'm on. It's Two Mile Creek Organic Farms. We're located in Sullivan, Illinois. Um, so I was wanting to see how I could help veterans, and Illinois didn't have a state chapter going. So later on, after talking, uh, he asked me if I'd be interested in kind of getting the state motivated in the right direction. And since then, that's been about two years. It just kind of took off. Within the organization, how has it impacted you directly? Uh, for me, uh, seeing veterans succeed in agriculture, uh, seeing some of their stories, uh, we've had service members come back, double, double amputations, you know, that didn't have quite have a purpose. And uh, now that they're in agriculture, it gives them a purpose. They have a, a sense of, uh, well, they have a sense of purpose. They're driven. Um, and seeing them succeed and it's something that they're really passionate about, it's, it's rewarding in itself. Have you seen impacts on families of those who've gotten involved? Yeah, uh, I've seen it quite a bit. I, I mean, I've seen it myself. Um, just giving you a purpose and working with your hands and seeing your hard work and labor uh, come full, you know, full tilt, I guess, at the end of the season. You're able to reward with your crops. Uh, it's self-rewarding. And now, you know, you go from serving your country and now you're serving your community. Um, it, and it is. It's very rewarding uh, to the individuals, I believe, in a way. What's one of the most impactful stories you've seen or heard of? Uh, well, Mike Reynolds from Georgia, uh, he's a He's a member here at the Farmer Veteran Coalition. Just, uh, you know, he had a really bit, had a TBI experience, traumatic brain injury, and just how he bounced back. And now with his role in agriculture, he, he has livestock, he has, you know, uh, row crops. Uh, and he said, you know, he didn't really have much of a purpose once he got back, and everybody looked at him as a disabled veteran, you know, and now he's, he's, now he's a farmer. He's not just labeled as a disabled veteran. Uh, so it gave him a purpose and a driven path. And just to hear him talk and his stories, he's hilarious. He's one of the funniest individuals I've met, but his passion for agriculture in this organization is amazing. 
And do you see, do you, do you find that sense of camaraderie? I've heard that's one of the hardest things to find when leaving the military is that sense of camaraderie that you have. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just t- talking to Michael about it. Um, Matt, a uh, farmer from Ohio, uh, he was a uh, special forces guy, uh, what he does on his farm. Mark Bowen from Vermont, uh, Charlie Jordan from Tennessee. I mean, just all over the U.S., you know, we stay in contact. Uh, this year we're having a national conference down in uh, Austin, Texas in November. And, you know, we just we just pick up, you know, our friendships are just, it's, yes, the camaraderie is amazing. That was Kanan Sherwood, one of the veterans involved in the Farmer Veteran Coalition. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. Thank you for that, Reba, and we'll be going over to Rocky at Premier Livestock right after this. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. We have Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock on this morning with us. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. You packing some meat on extra this morning, are you? Hey, we, we came home with some meat. Yeah, we got a 6x6, six six, or a 6x5, a 4x5, three cows, and a mule deer. So. Not a bad take, and the thing about that, though, is that gets to be work, doesn't it? It it's a lot of work, a lot of hiking <laughs> and a lot, a lot of work, absolutely. But it's all worth it. What's going on over at Premier, Rocky? Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I also want to say uh, happy Veterans Day to everybody out there, and thank you for everything. Uh, this is how uh, last week's auction shaped up at Premier Livestock. We sold over 2,400 head on the fed cattle, a little better market there. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 85 to 94.50. Uh, low choice and select, 78 to 84. Choice beef steers and heifers, 85 to 97. Uh, market cows selling stronger, higher yielding cows, 53 to 60. 68. Most market cows 40 to 52. Uh, so organic market cows every Monday, high yielding cows 66 to 82, lower yielding 65 and down. Uh, market bulls steady, high yielding bulls 71 to 86.50, lower yielding 70 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, mostly from 25 to 145. Your beef calves 50 to 240. Uh, last week on our dairy sale had uh, 295 head, much stronger market, exceptional quality cows. Uh, we sold them top fresh cows from 1800 to 2300 uh, Big week this week at Premier again. Uh, Tuesday, we got our special feeder cattle, special bread stock cow auction. Uh, we do start with our bread stock cows at 11 o'clock a.m., followed by the feeders. Uh, we do have four complete beef herd dispersals, and we're expecting six to 700 head of feeder cattle. Very nice lineup, exceptional quality cattle. Uh, we got five herd dispersals on Wednesday. Uh, including three conventional herds, two organic herds, uh, several loads of fresh cows, uh, 
one load of them being fully registered. Then Friday, uh, this week, we have our special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting four to 500 head. Uh, all this and more on our website with detailed uh, consignment info. Uh, check that all out at premierlivestockandauctions.com or certainly just give us a call, uh, 715-229-2500. We are in the country daily looking at your livestock if you'd like us to, and that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. Sounds like you're jumping right back in the saddle. You got a busy going, week. Going right back in the saddle. You bet. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Rocky. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock <laughs> at Withy. At this year's World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, Mycogen Seeds customers won Grand Champion of BMR Corn Silage, Grand Champion by a first-time entrant, swept all top 10 spots in the BMR category, and won the Quality Counts title. Here's what the winners have to say. Craig McDaniel from Roethlisberger Dairy. Our hybrid sample this year was uh, F2F499. The feed quality has been very good and the uh, cows respond very well to it. We seem to make a lot of milk from it. Stanley Lewis from Rolay Dairy. This is our first year entering contest. We've been growing BMR going on 20 years, I believe now. We're very happy with it. We know there's lots of milk in it. We feed it 100% to our cows. Barb Smith from Norwich Acres. I would give the advice that, you know, don't be afraid to try something new. It's always good to be tested through Mycogen. We can see the results, and if they're good, then you continue with them. Feed what the winners feed. Learn more at mycogen.com slash worldforage. a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Let's take a look at some of the local and state news. One person is dead after a weekend crash in Polk County. It happened Saturday on State Highway 87. Deputies say a man from St. Paul died in the crash. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said it looks as though icy roads were a cause of that crash. An accident leaves a Medford man dead. On November 9th, just before 2 a.m., Taylor County Sheriff's Department received a 911 call reporting one vehicle accident on State Highway 64 in the town of Browning. The caller said the vehicle had struck a tree in their yard and was lying overturned on its roof. The driver, 22-year-old Zach Smola, was taken to a hospital where he died. Ahead of Governor Evers' call to raise state employee wages, the University of Wisconsin-Madison is moving forward with its own wage increase. The university announced that it's bumping its minimum wage up to $15 an hour starting next spring. Chancellor Rebecca Blank says the higher wage will help recruit and retain high-quality workers. And the people who teach at the University of Wisconsin will not help pick the school's next president. The university's regents last week announced their new presidential search committee, and it does not include any faculty or academic staff. That's the first time that's ever happened. Nine people, most of them regents, will pick the person who will replace Ray Cross as the head of the UW system. And the flu is already claiming lives in Wisconsin. Six people have died this flu season, with about 40 people hospitalized since early September. Health officials say the victims were all over the age of 65. Doctors say the flu vaccine is the best way to protect yourself from getting the virus. And it seems that there's a sort of virus out there, too, that's called cold. And let's see if Tucker is here with us to tell us about how that cold is going to affect us, how long that cold is going to be here, and 
And Tucker, do we have snow coming too? Tucker, are you with us? <laughs> All right, I guess Tucker's not there this morning. He's probably out celebrating at uh, big win for his alma mater at Penn State uh, over the or loss rather <laughs> over the uh, that they suffered at the hands of the Minnesota Golden Gophers this weekend. But I will tell you that it's 17 degrees here in Eau Claire, and that cold, according to the forecast, will be the story in coming days with the temperatures remaining in the 20s and some below zero wind chill factors. Some flurries might hang around our region for today, and a band of snow continues crossing in southern and eastern Wisconsin. Today we're looking at a high of 19 with a low of 2. Tuesday, a high of 23. 20 with a low of 13, and Wednesday, a high of 28 with a low of 16. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Five thirty a.m. Five thirty-six a.m. As we continue with the morning chores here at Wax One Hundred Five Four Point Five, and let's go to the Equity Altoona Market to hear what the latest is from Mark Koger, and then we'll be hearing. From Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Choice beefsters and heifers on a very light supply, selling from 90 to 96. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 95. We did top at 99.75 on a set of strictly prime steers. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 90. With their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows selling from 50 to 58. We topped at 64. 60% of the cows selling from 34 to 50 with 20% of the cows selling 34 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls is selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 80. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up selling from 10 to $85 per head. Your light and poor quality calves selling $10 per head and down. With your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $200 per head. This is Mark Colger from the Equitable Tune Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at Stratford Equity. Jerry is celebrating those big wins by Edgar and Stratford over that way. Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. Yeah, high school football is still uh, active and a lot of local teams yet. Uh, moving up to uh, the next playoff game, I think, is on the 15th. And then that, yep. and those winners will advance to the state down there in Madison. So, yeah, then we got some good teams around here. Yeah, and, uh, I think. Stratford and uh, Amherst, I think, are clashing this week, right? I believe so. I have to look at the schedule. Yeah, Edgar's involved, and I know there's a few other teams, too. We don't want to forget anybody. But, uh, right, right. But one... Before we forget, uh, uh, of course, Veterans Day today, so we certainly <laughs> want to acknowledge all of our veterans and thank them for their uh, efforts and continuing efforts. And uh, I'm sure most, a uh, lot of federal institutions will be closed today, as long as most of the banks. But Equity Stratford is open today, so keep that in mind, folks. We'll be getting in the way here this morning so all right got that out of the way scott but uh yeah it's uh and i guess another big topic is the cold weather so i mean we can all we can start talking about uh you know folks transporting livestock i know it uh 
make sure your trailers are closed up for the winter. I hate to say that, but I guess it's a, yep. kind of a necessity because it's not real warm. That's right. That's right. So how's the week looking over at Stratford Equity, Jerry? All right, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this is how this week is going to uh, uh, shape up here at Equity Stratford. We'll start this morning, as I mentioned, uh, with market cattle. Overnight delivered cattle will be sold first this morning. We will also be selling fat cattle and bulls. We'll get to those baby calves this morning around 1130, uh, the 12 o'clock hour. And we'll finish off the sale this afternoon with the rest of the market cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday, will be the uh, market auction starting at 11 o'clock. Our next dairy sale will be next Tuesday on the 19th. And uh, also next hay sale, also next Tuesday on the 19th. Moving ahead to Wednesday, our Wednesday auction does start at 10 o'clock with market animals. Um, and also uh, we will be selling baby calves on Wednesday. Feeder cattle sale this week, special feeder cattle sale here in Stratford. We already do have a very nice lineup of cattle for that sale. Um, a lot of beef cattle coming to town uh, this time of the year. We, we are getting a lot of this year's calves now and also uh, yearlings. So if you folks are in the beef business, we also have a good run of Holsteins. That feeder sale will be in Stratford here on Wednesday starting at 12 noon. And, of course, our market auction on Thursday does start at 11 o'clock. So all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And also do keep in mind for uh, folks in the dairy business, uh, we do have uh, dairy herds available for private treaty or also uh, if you don't want to buy a complete herd, uh, we do also have several herds that folks will allow you to come and pick out what you want. So just get in touch with that, 715-687-4101 is our phone number. And, Scott, you enjoy the day. Stay warm. We will be back here tomorrow morning, Tuesday, to give a market update on current prices for today's activity. With that, Scott, we'll back to you we look forward to talking to you tomorrow jerry thank you very much you bet and uh well a lot of good stuff going on in the big 10 uh minnesota is well are they gonna you know uh, they could be are they even being be considered in the whether they got the final four is that what they call it or? yeah i think they're uh the, the ap has them ranked seventh i think right now so we'll see what happens they have uh the squawk eyes to play yet on the road and then of course the badgers so see how things shape up so all right we'll talk to you tomorrow jerry sounds good scott stay warm you too jerry fitzgerald over at stratford equity Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 megabytes per second, 25 megabytes per second, or 30 megabytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after the use of the following amount of data, we may prioritize your data behind other customers during network congestion. $7.95 service fee additional. See store for complete details. 19 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5. We have Michelle on over at Terrine Livestock at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. It's good to hear that you have a voice at all after uh, being at yesterday's game. Ah, nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I really despise armchair quarterbacks and armchair co- coaches. But... I would say at the end of the first half, when you have a chance to put three points on the board, kick the field goal and take the points. But, you know, like I said, I despise armchair quarterbacking. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand all that. But I can honestly say it was also a blessing that they were 
um, going for two instead of a field goal, or I mean, uh, very, extra point. Uh, so, a, uh, field goal, yep, yep. Abs- oh, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. It was an extra point, yeah. Right, so, right. I mean, honestly, if they would have went for the extra point, it probably would have been tied, and then who knows, so... Yep. Yeah, you, worked always, out for you go for two and then you spend the rest of the game chasing that point. So that's the way that goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. while you have your voice, tell us how things are shaping up at Tureen. All right. Thank you, Scott. Coming of the week of November 4th at Tureen Livestock Market in the product market for the week, we tapped at 67. 83% of the cows are from 37 and above. Market cows were 52 to 64, low-yielding cows 38 to 50, thin and weak cows 35 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 78 to 90, selects were 76 and down. For beef hedge steers and heifers, choice 86 to 103, selects were 84 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 60 to 76, with the utilities at 58 and down. In the replacement and calf market, good quality old bull cows up from 25 to $95 per head, lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Wilson heifer calves were 10 to $45 per head, beef calves 65 to 200 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 40 to 46 and a half, sows were 34 to 42 and a half, boars were 15 and a half and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need charging, give us a call to the market. At 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Trin Livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Have a great day there, Michelle. And, uh, you know, I know this is your absolute favorite time of year coming up here. So, bundle up and say, oh, mm-hmm. it isn't? Is that what yeah. you got I real quiet? I like it. I like it only until like January twentieth, and then I'm done. Pretty oh, much. Okay, I'm okay. going so with you on January second. Okay right, that's good to hear. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It seems like we're such a month ahead for cold. Yeah, it seems that so. way, doesn't it? Well, it is what it is. Yeah. just stay warm. All right, thank you very yeah. much, ma'am. That's Michelle. Michelle over at Tureen Livestock. We'll talk with her again tomorrow. Are you part of Mega Holidays Car Wash Club? If not, listen up. Right now, for as low as $19.99 a month, you can keep your car clean all season long. And new members get the second month free. It's easy. Join the Car Wash Club at Mega Holiday, then visit any of our seven Eau Claire area locations and wash away as often as you want. No codes to get, no extra buttons to push, just drive up and wash away. Join the Car Wash Club today and get one month free, only for a limited time and only at Mega Holiday. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target Price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And it's a quarter to six here at Wax 105. Boy, my mouth this morning. 104.5. Those dumber grains and buck country grain service cash prices for new corn crop 19 is at, uh, that's on the corn side at 347 and on the soybean side at 861, rather 881, I'm sorry. So that's eight, 
347 on the corn and 881 on the soybean side at Dummers and Buck Country Grain Service. Where is the Pioneer Audio Tour taking me today? Right outside this secure door. Let's go inside. This is the Germplasm Library on the Johnston, Iowa campus, Pioneer's largest R&D center. Well, it's less library and more vault. There are racks of corn and soybean seeds going back to 1926. Ugh, and it's cold in here. 10 degrees below, to be exact. I can see my own breath. This is where it all begins. The depth and breadth of pioneer germplasm, combined with the vast knowledge of pioneer breeders who have worked with these genetic lines for years. Together, they create a pipeline of products for maximum yield potential and consistent performance. The Germplasm Library, one of the places that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Find your style with Patriot Lighting and the Menards Lighting Showroom. Patriot Lighting has everything you need for a casual, rustic, classic, or modern look. Find your style with Patriot Lighting at Menards. Thirteen minutes before seven, six here at Wax 104.5. A uh, further look at the morning markets on the green side. The green futures. December corn is at 375. Here fall with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. <laughs> we have everything you need to keep your animals fed and dry over the winter months. Like an electric heated waterer for cattle from Balin. Fully assembled and ready to install. On sale, $369.99. And keep pesky rodents away this fall with rodent control products from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have a wide variety of products to meet all your needs. Like Matomco Hawk Soft Bait, an 8-pound pail, just $49.99. Or pick up a Victor 10-count Fast Kill Refillable Bait Station, just $4.99. Save on the brands you love. And now with Blaine's Loyalty Rewards Program, earn points and save even more. Join Blaine's Rewards today and take advantage of member rewards pricing, special offers and savings, and members-only events. Find values like these and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. 12 before 6 here at Wax 104.5. We'll try again with the morning grain markets on the, on the green futures. December corn is at 375. That's down two. December oats at 304 is steady. March soybeans at 939 are down five. Soybean meal for December is at $302 a ton. That's down $3. December wheat at 508 is down two. On the country elevator prices, the corn side Golden Plump at Arcadia is at 345. The countryside co-op elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek all at 345. Countryside at Osseo is at 350. Stevens Point is at 365. Sparta 342. Ellsworth 337. The ethanol plants. The corn is Boyceville is at 350. Stanley 339. And New Richmond 347 on the soybean side. The countryside co-op elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, all at 849. Stevens Point is at 834. Elk Mound at 856. Sparta, 849. And Ellsworth, also 849. On the dairy side, 
Barrels of cheese ended last week at 233. That was unchanged. 40 pound blocks at 201 and a half were down five and a half. And grade AA butter at 203 and three quarters was steady. The class three milk futures, November's at 2002, up seven. December at 1909, up three. January 1785, up four. February at 1710, up five. And those prices are up through August. And again, the cash grain prices at Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain for corn is at 347 and soybeans at 881. It's another good farm auction from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Saturday, November 16th, 10.30. It's the Jason and Valerie Woods Farm Sale, just southwest of Greenwood on Man Road. Again, the sale starts at 10.30. Very few small items, so be on time. Tractors and skid steers, hay and forage tools, planting and tillage equipment, lots of special items, general farm equipment, and miscellaneous items and tools as well. Saturday, November 16th, the Jason and Valerie Wood Farm Sale, southwest of Greenwood, 10.30 it starts from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Well, even in the countryside, we think about pre-nuptial agreements. Our resident attorney, Bridget Finke, with Valley Crossing Law, had some good stuff to say about that with Bob the other day. We're getting close to the end of the year. That means lots of paperwork, taxes, whatever has to be buttoned up. Bridget Finke is with us, and Bridget, of course, is our resident attorney who uh, is with Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. And, Bridget, we've talked a lot of things about uh, Social Security and taxes and gifting for the new year and things like that. But when you put this plan together, so many of the farms now are are corporate farms. Mm -hmm. That's what we're getting to. But they're family corporations. And that means when you have a family corporation, not everybody is from the original farm family. You're bringing outsiders in, whether it be the daughter's husbands or the son's wives. Mm -hmm. And something that can be hard to do is, I guess, get down on your knee and ask your your loved one to be your bride. But, oh, yeah, we need a prenup, too. (laughs) How I mean, we can kind of laugh at that, but how important is it and serious Mm -hmm. because... Who knows what the involvement of that other person, that new person in the operation is going to be in the farm. They're just going to live there. They're going to help that. How important do you Mm -hmm. see a prenuptial agreement of some kind? Mm -hmm. Well, it really depends on the circumstances. You know, sometimes we have the circumstance where the farm is really still owned by mom and dad. And so their kids working there don't have any ownership interest uh, don't have any direct stake in the in the profits and losses of, of that farm entity. And so in those cases, you know, those kids don't yet have anything to lose. And, and sometimes folks call and they're really interested in, well, we want them to sign up before they get married that they're never going to have any interest in this farm. Well, that's tough in Wisconsin with a prenup to think it's going to be enforceable if, as time marches on, that, you know, farm kid now marry someone maybe they give up their career to stay home and raise the kids maybe they're doing the books raising the young stock or really actively involved in that farm and and the the law doesn't look real favorably on the idea of a prenup that says hey everything that's mine and everything i ever get is mine and mine alone even when that's our family's sole source of income so um, you know, really depending on the circumstances makes a big difference about the prenup. And the other thing that I always want to warn people is 
courts get the benefit of hindsight. And so really pre-planning and thinking about, you know, how life might progress, building in, um, allowing for there to be some sharing in the growth of the farm, if they're contributing to that, um, to plan ahead and make that separation, if it ever happens, much easier than it might be if, you know, we're going to start from the position of, hey, you know, since we've got married, mom and dad gave, you know, have given you a 30% interest in the farm and I should get half of that. And oh, by the way, I want my money six months from now, you know, yeah. which uh, particularly in today's ag economy is a tough, tough goal. It really is. And you'd use the term if they're contributing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of some of these spouses that uh, will, usually it's the woman that will get a job off the farm mm-hmm. and get insurance and provide mm-hmm. insurance for the farmer and things like that. Well, they might not be working on the farm, mm-hmm. but that's a big contribution to the farming operation when you can provide that health insurance. So this prenup, it seems to me there can be an awful lot of things in the prenup under the if you're contributing category. Sure. And I mean, and I think that's a really fair gripe of, you know, as you say, often daughters-in-law that, um, boy, things are tough at the farm. So kids not taking much for wage or compensation out of the farm. And so instead they get to work off, support the family, um, and then are still told, oh, but you don't get a share of anything pertaining to the farm. And so um, I think looking at that and certainly, uh, you know, what's what's good for one side has to be good for the other. You know, the other position that these in-laws get put in a lot of times, even if they've got no ownership, no stake in the farm, that when it comes to be loan time, course the bank is looking for the signatures of all the owners and oh by the way we're in wisconsin marital property state we want the spouse to sign off on that too so in my view it's only fair if they don't get any share in the assets of that entity they sure shouldn't have to be signing off on those often very big notes um, that go with you know whether it's farm operating loans or hey we're picking up that neighboring farm and so we're Mm -hmm. reworking the real estate loan so um, it all of this discussion I mean number one highly fact specific but number two a lot of uncomfortable topics of discussion but I think so important because just as mom and dad not making a plan having four kids suddenly passing away, only one of them's involved in the farm, and now that that one needs to buy out three is a recipe for disaster. So two can be a circumstance of a divorce or something like that, can really create some hardships for the farm. And if the goal is protect the farm, keep the farm going, you know, these are things that, that need to be laid on the table and discussed. Yes, they need to be discussed. It's sometimes hard to talk about, but these things need to be covered. There's more with that interview from Brid- with Bridget Frinke on our website, 20inarowwax.com. Go to the website, click on the Bob and Scott page, and go down to interviews, and you'll hear more from that interview. Well, that pretty much wraps it up this morning with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Be safe out there, and remember, there's that little dusting of snow, and on the ice in your farmyard, it's going to create a couple of slick spots. So be careful doing whatever you're doing out there, and have a grand Veterans Day, folks.
When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Kraker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like one to three dollars per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, three hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888- Steve Craker, the Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. Winterize your RV for less than $60 at Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV. Details at Chilson.com. Wax 104.5.